This is the Copper Crab Podcast. I am Cheney Crab. I am Naveen Copperweiss. If you would like to buy any merch from the podcast, then you can hit www.coppercrab.bigcartel.com. If you want to buy any merch from our band, Entheos, where I am the vocalist, Naveen writes the songs, plays the drums, you can hit www.entheosstore.com. Soon we will have some new music. It's coming up. We also soon. need a new Copper Crab we'll have an announcement uh, drop shirt drop. Yeah, we're going to drop it's a new happen. Copper Crab shirt. I'm working on I it. I thought the old the designs were really, really sick. Yeah. But no one wanted to buy them. Speak. So, <laughs> you know? People bought them. God. <laughs> Jamie, hyperbole Jesus. sells. <laughs> hyperbole sells. Being reasonable so and still have some. very descriptive isn't isn't what people are into these <laughs> you know, days. We do still have some, but a couple episodes ago, we talked about the Nashville tornado, which actually came through and ripped apart our storage unit. Yeah, so all we're not sh- actually sure what the state of those shirts <laughs> is in. This, all of the shirts were in our storage unit, so they might be blown away by a tornado i don't know last week i started getting really really freaked out about tornadoes and watching like uh videos before i went to bed so my dreams were like me in the wizard of oz basically just being blown away by the tornado last night and meeting the dream? wicked witch no it was like a week ago <coughs> that is pretty tornadoes freaky. are crazy and i didn't really like how most of the tornadoes pick up like a herd of animals like a bunch of chickens or a bunch of pigs because they happen like on farmland you know wait that happened here (laughs) no this was in the videos i was watching about tornadoes oh my god i'm way off topic (laughs) anyway speaking of t-shirts like check out this shirt i have on speaking yeah that's actually my shirt you should you should get up and and model the whole shirt and for those of you who are just listening it is a very cool uh actually you know what people are saying they're talking about myspace era bands in the chat right now yeah that is a myspace era shirt oh totally that is an uh, An uh, the faceless and autopsy crew neck sweater yeah very cool design i was actually sleeve print looking at this design today like dang that's a really good design i wonder who did this and I'm really glad that Chaney did not cut that shirt up because when we first got together, I gave her a bunch of my small shirts and uh, it was when she was in a phase of modifying. I was in my, mer- I was in my band t-shirt cutting phase. Yeah, which mo- modifying sucks. shirts a little bit. So and we don't, now, we don't know where they are. There's, one, cut there's one that's not to be spoken of, which is the necrophages shirt that I straight up cut. It was a hoodie and I straight up cut it. So it was like a, this kind of shirt. Yeah. Not even that Happened. cool of a style know, looking back on it. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. Um, yeah, it sucks. I have some really sick, like old school t-shirts that I did that too. And I just, anytime I come across them because I've saved them all. Yeah. Anytime I come across them. You're sad, but that I used to be your trademark. That used to be your style. That did. That was your trademark and to then, have the cut the neck wide. Mm-hmm. So it was like a, is that like a halter top? What do you call I that? I feel like, <laughs> I don't know what it's called, but I feel like I did that and then it became a thing. Oh yeah. Like you started doing it that. for I, sure. It started right. It started with me right there in the Des Moines, Iowa at yeah. the Vaudeville Muse. That's where it all started. The I thought it was cut cool. shirt trend. I, I mean, it worked on me. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, a lot of a lot of great T-shirts, rest <laughs> in peace, have been lost to that trend. Yeah. Uh, I believe there were some animosity shirts lost in the actually. No, the I great, don't think so. I don't the think the great so. scissor chop war. Um, <laughs> I was just looking through our shirts today because I was trying to find a shirt that I haven't worn on the podcast in a while, mm-hmm. and uh, the animosity shirts are intact. Oh wow! Yes, unless there's one that you know I don't know about that got cut up. Uh, there's one, but we got a second one. It was the tie dye, like face ripper shirt. Yeah. But no, we have two of those and they're both intact. I had a third one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. I cut that one. But anyways, so Jeez. at least we have a couple of other ones. But I was just thinking, um, the designs for the copper crab shirts are really cool. Yeah. So maybe we should reissue them. Re- totally. Reissue at least, uh, the morbid angel and the cannibal co- corpse, not the not morbid angel yeah, and not cannibal corpse, cannibal corpse. Really sick. and also do them not on soft tees because they were soft tees and i don't know about you guys but i'm 
a heavy weight shirt well, guy. There was a whole trend, and I believe it was around the. It was when gent was at its height. Yeah, you know, gent's not a gent's not a genre. I know, I know, but we all know what I'm talking about when I say gent, right? True. We all know. So right around the height of gent, soft tees were like all the rage. So we got soft tees for a while. They have since. Softies are not the, all the rage right now. I think Gildan is all like old school style are all the yeah, rage. That's all the rage. If I get We're raging on that, I bought a shirt. <laughs> I'm not going to say whose it was, but I did buy a shirt recently and I got it in the mail and it was a soft tee and I was so pissed. Yeah, I know. If, if it says soft like, shirt, no. I'm just not buying it. I'm yeah. like, I don't want it. I mean, up. because those only look cool if you get them like fitted like tight and i don't want to wear tight shirts so when you get yeah. like a big oversized soft t-shirt it yeah. just looks weird and frumpy yeah comfort colors as well I yeah comfort colors about is, in the chat comfort colors yeah. are king right now totally we have some comfort colors you know i think cheney maybe we should interact with the chat a little more oh yeah i was because actually- <laughs> like on the podcast we usually don't do that yeah but we don't have a guest today true and maybe there's some people who only listen on on the whatever, twitch youtuber so today is maybe dedicated to talking to the twitch yeah, chat a we'll, little bit we'll interact with the twitch the twitchers well so i don't i totally forgot to even say this at the beginning of the podcast that we do go live on twitch every tuesday at 7 30 p.m central standard time unless there's like a reason why we're not doing the twitch on tuesday nights i know yeah. there are a couple of shows coming up on tuesdays that Right. We'll probably skip the... There's been a couple brutal hangovers where we're just like, we're not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while, though. I'm pretty proud. We've done a lot of... Uh, that has happened before, oh, I think. We God. like went to a show and then raged it, and the next day Definitely. we're like, we're just not going to do yeah, the we're podcast. Yeah, like, we're good on that. We're good. Uh, but what was I even talking about? Yeah, there are a couple of shows coming up. I think Crypta is going to be here in a couple of weeks, and then Chelsea Wolf is on a Tuesday. Shows are just landing on Tuesdays right now, but we're also going to try to, you know, schedule interviews around shows and stuff. So yeah. we're, we're, we were also thinking of traveling a little further to get people to be on the podcast. Yeah. We've been trying to have more guests the last yep. two weeks. We've had some guests yeah, and we have some more guess. people who are going to come on the show, but it's just a matter of like scheduling. And right now, I actually was starting to get a little bummed because we haven't been to a show in so long. Like I know. January is I just a dry spot for yeah, touring. I, over the summer, one one uh, week in the summer, we went to five shows. I know. I'm, I'm not even kidding. We went to five shows. Well, coming up in March and April and May, it's just a ton of shows back to back to back. So I'm really excited. Like Fetus is coming here. Knocked Loose just announced a show. Like I said, we're going to Chelsea Wolf. I'm going to see Dresden Dolls in March. Uh, uh, Cattle is coming here. Like a bunch of stuff is yeah. coming up. So We're thinking about going down to Atlanta to go to the Of Sulfur show. Yeah, the Of Sulfur and Mental Cruelty. So Mental, cruelty, cool. mental cruelty is really sick. I don't think you've checked them out yet. <laughs> That's not who. Oh, I'm just thinking of Cruelty. Yeah, yeah. No, Cruelty is who played with Sanguisugabog. Am I saying? Yeah, I never know if it. I'm saying their name I right. That's how you but say it. Yeah. I think I am. I say it with such confidence. Uh, in I hear their name situation. thrown around a lot, and I thought that I had heard them, but I was actually thinking of Mental Torment. Cruelty? I think. Mental cru- Cruelty is an active band, right? Right now, a currently active band. Mental Cruelty? Yeah. Yeah, they're going on tour with Of Sulfur. All right, well, let's check them out in the post show. Yeah, too. we're going to. They're actually sick. They're kind of. They land in like the. They have some of the like symphonic y, I would say death y elements, but I I like what they're doing. I like it. Okay. You know, sometimes I'm like not totally and you know yeah. just because a lot so, of bands yeah. sound like that mm-hmm. so sometimes I'm not that into it, but I think they do it really well. It's like a a different spin on it. It's it's sick. Well, if you're saying that, then it must be pretty sick. Yeah, I like it. Cheney's got good taste in music. That is true. Except for that, she doesn't like brutal death metal. <laughs> hey, I like, really I like Parasific. I like Parasific and uh, Normatocious Anomaly. It's my favorite <laughs> band. It's my favorite band, dude. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Some bands, though, some bands that I really like, like is Peeling Flesh slamming brutal death yeah, metal or whatever uh, yeah, for sure. I, peeling flesh rules yeah so it 
it, it, uh, it takes a special band to wow me. I, I think what Chaney does, and I I do this too for a lot of other, like the, for a lot of genres, Chaney will just come through and just swoop up like the kind of cream of the crop band for yeah, each genre. That's true. Right? But but there but there's usually like one genre that you and I will like go super deep in and we'll listen to like a bunch of bands in that genre. Yeah, absolutely. Like for me, I'm not gonna, I'm not that well versed in many genres except for death metal. Yeah. But I love all sorts of music. Yeah. But I'm totally. not gonna go super deep and listen to every freaking, you know, indie electronic rock band. Yeah, I just which I kind of I it. kind of do that, or I like yeah. go deep in like Sergeant House core. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Like, or like uh, hardcore. It's like, I like hardcore. Stuff. I got like my three hardcore bands. I'm like, I'm good. That's it. I don't what really are your three hardcore bands? Probably like Earth Crisis, Snapcase, and... Uh, oh, you don't even have to... He, that might be just lie. the two. The two. Uh, you know. <laughs> the point is, yeah, that's the point. That I'm not... That I'm into it. I like it. Yeah. I like it when I hear it. I like going to the shows, mm-hmm. but... I just kind of have my my couple bands that are that are good for to scratch that itch. You know when, what I'm, when I'm feeling hardcore. You know what another kind of metal that I really like is like Texas death metal. Like I am, is that Texas oh, yeah. death metal? Because mm-hmm. it's not quite old school death metal and stuff like. But it's like there's this Texas brand of like you know, it's kind of like yeah. Pantera e type riff. Yeah, I think that's kind of like in the old school. Yeah, DM yeah, thing, it's totally right? old school. Yeah, yeah for sure. It's kind of funny and honestly a little weird to me that there's like so many sub genres and then especially of death metal. Yeah. Like how is there enough fans to split it up like that? Well, that's just how it goes over time, you know. I think that it will only keep splintering off more and more. Like I wonder what the next genre of bands will look like because it has done that. Like every era of metal has kind of breeded a lot of it's kind of made its own genre now so even you know whereas hardcore bands would have used to tour with let's say what was considered deathcore like animosity and stuff like that that stuff is even way split up and i don't even know that people who listen to one of those genres would really listen to the other one that much or metalcore is so or you know I yeah. wonder how far that will go. Like, it's going to continue to repeat itself. I'm sure that we'll see another... Fragments. I'm sure that we'll see another... Because right now, it's like old school death metal is really in. Metal core is really in. I, I'm sure we'll see, like, another te- like tech death is on top. Kind of like when Necro and and the Faceless yeah, yeah. and uh-huh. that type of stuff. You know, a little more um, modern type yeah. thing it just it goes through cycles the world goes through cycles but i yeah i wonder how far the the splintering will go yeah it's, it's really cool it's really see. weird to me because when i was younger there just wasn't enough people to do that mm-hmm. if it was a heavy death metal band there was just death metal there was death metal and hardcore yeah and that was kind of like those were those were separate yeah but now i mean like when we went to the uh Sanguisa Sugabog show. There was a ton of people there, but I'm not going to see them at a tech death show. They're probably yeah. not going to be there. Yeah, I mean, there's some crossover, but some, yeah, you're but right. there's there was more people there than would be at like, you know, whatever other random tech death show that we or would go to. Different people. It's different people. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's a different, different yeah. crowd. So it's just, I guess it's a good thing because there's so many people who like metal now yeah but at the same time i kind of wish that people would broaden their horizons i do too and listen to all kinds of stuff or at least go to all all the shows i do too like i don't know if this was exclusively a twitter thing but so dying fetus played that fya festival a couple of weeks back and i like got onto twitter because i feel like that's where this kind of discourse happens I got onto Twitter and a bunch of people were like complaining that there was hardcore dancing for dying fetus. And then like hardcore people were like, yeah, there was no push moshing at this or whatever. And I like didn't even know that there was such a thing that existed. that metal was versus hardcore because I like all of these things. And I consider myself like I would go to all of those kind of shows and neither of those styles of moshing are out of bounds or weird to me. So it was crazy that i was seeing this kind of discourse 
discourse okay, so back and they forth. Were like one the, isn't cool. It was almost like the eighties. The metalheads were mad that there was hardcore moshing for dying fetus. Yeah, something the, like that. The the hardcore kids were mad about a push mosh pit somewhere. No, the hardcore kids were like, Yeah, push moshing is dumb. And I was just like, Whoa, this I didn't even know that this yeah, was still a crazy. thing. Where where it was like a metal versus hardcore thing. And I so I'm agreeing with you that I wish that it would kind of like come back together yeah. where everyone was into everything because <laughs> you know, while you're saying that I'm not into like slamming brutal death metal or whatever, the reality is that I am into a bit of every genre. Yeah, of course. Of course. I'm into like a like sick bands in every genre and i wish that it was more like that like i wish that more people were aware of multiple yeah genres well, or at least like let's go saying. back to hardcore versus death metal you know let's at least go back to that yeah. you know instead of this type of death metal versus that type of death i know metal. yeah like really? but i think the it's the, old school the, death va- metal the the vast like the space between hardcore and metal now is like way further oh, my, yeah, in yeah. my opinion i agree but i think yeah with fetus and like sanguis and bands like that people are a little more hardcore mm-hmm. for sure because they do have hardcore uh moshing or whatever yeah absolutely like at the sanguis show at the end here that was like the craziest pit i've, I've seen there like, oh yeah that was a nice. guy got freaking thrown out of a door yeah you know how there's like a door on the floor there like a guy just involuntarily got fucking thrown so hard into the door that it opened and he got thrown out oh, of the yeah, club. That was crazy. That and was I crazy. was fucking laughing so hard. I was loving it, dude. It was, it reminded it me of like sick. old school shows. Yeah. It that's was where, fucking you know, awesome. There is a part of that, that like I, yeah, I wish it, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. It I was say fun. just throw them all in there and let's have the pushers versus the, mo- versus the hardcore dancers and just fucking oh God. Well, as long get as it no going, one gets dude. hurt though. No, people are supposed to get hurt at these shows. <laughs> there was a really sick lineup <laughs> that was like the Black Dahlia murder and terror like a year ago that I thought was cool. Because you don't see... Or, well, that must have been more or than a year Or BT Bam is going on tour with the Acacia Strain. Yeah, that is old school. That's really sick. Th- that, you know what's funny about that is uh, actually when uh, back in the day, Animosity played some shows... And it was Acacia Strain, Red Chord, BT Bam. Oh, yeah. Well. And that was kind of, that was like before Alaska came out when they were, uh, they had just written the, or finished that record. Well, that's a super sick line. So they're bringing it back old school. So props to them for that. Yeah. That's a really but cool But now tour. I feel like their crowds are so divided. I think that it will be good, though, because they're playing colors. So it's yeah. kind of like, I think that those people are into. I think it's. I think it's coming here, right? I mean, we're gonna go. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna check gonna go. it out. I want to go to both nights. Yeah, colors I'm gonna crowd kill too. at the show. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> don't do. What uh, is crowd killing? I don't really know what it is. Well, it's like when you go up to the side of the pit and you punch people. Oh, okay, I didn't. That's a thing. Like people punch people in the. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's not face cool. And cartwheels. And oh yeah, well that's like hardcore skates. dancing, right? Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. a normal show. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, the last time I moshed was at Suffocation. That was definitely a more of a push mosh style. Oh, I moshed for Unearth. Oh on yeah, tour. Right. And did a stage dive, right? Maybe. No, I did a stage dive for for Revocation. Yeah, I did. I did a stage dive. I like doing that <clears> stuff, man. Yeah, I know. I love doing it. I do too, but I'm. Uh, I mean, I've got. If I'm sober, it's just not. I'm not going to do it because I'm happen. worried about not going to hurting my finger or something. Well, I've gotten a little weird about it since I got in my accident, like that I'm going to get my face hit or something. Right. But it's actually <clears throat> uh, in the past couple of tours, I'm kind of like, all right, I can. Yeah, I can crowd surf again. It just has to be the uh, the perfect, the right place at the right time, right? The, That's r- right. the perfect storm. Like, I'm having a really good time. Mm-hmm. I love the band. Yes. I've had like four to five beers. <laughs> maybe six. Yeah, six. <laughs> Probably. Maybe more. I don't it's know. absolutely the last night of tour. Yeah. There's no it might even be the last, Or I might not be on tour. And, and earlier in the night, I was like, I'm going to stage dive today. I can just feel it. 
Unless it's during our set, like I'll do our set in all stage dive and stuff and crowd surf at random times during our set. But if I'm doing it for another band, then it's a it's I usually know that it's going to happen. Pre-planned. Yeah, it's pre-planned. Do you plan like the the route you're going to take on stage? No. Like I'm going to run through. I'm going to jump off the third monitor. No, you never know what, <clears throat> what's going to happen. You never know where the, the people in the band are going to be standing. Yeah. I remember I crowd surfed <clears throat> or I stage dived for Dillinger Escape Plan at, in NOLA. Okay. Last day of tour. There we go. Uh, that was a fun That night. would make sense. That would make sense. Who did you stage dive for? I stage dive for us. Oh, yeah. Did you see that, Harrison? When? Last day of tour on Revocation. Naveen got up after yeah. our last song and just jumped just into the it. crowd. Yeah, I just yeah. busted a sick stage dive. No music on. No music. It was awesome. I wonder if anyone in the chat has ever done a musicless stage dive. I support that. <laughs> oh, the late guy? Oh, Lycan Lord was at that show that I did a stage oh, dive. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He was there. Yeah, I remember we that. We met him. In Canada. In Canada. Canada. Yeah, can Canada. I like Canada, man. It's yeah. a weird place. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Wait, that's where the tour ended, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then we had to drive to Toronto. Correct. Yes, we and drove to drive, Toronto. Drive home from and then there. we drove all the way home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not really happens. that bad of a drive. It's honestly not not that terrible. No, it was it's pretty not as bad as going to New York. Considering, yeah, drives to Nashville aren't so bad, but uh, we always end up. We usually end up having to drive unless we tour with like Whitechapel. Oh shit! Mike Caputo drums in the chat. Mike you know what? Caputo's. I was thinking about Mike Caputo lately. Yeah. Because I made. A post, I mean, I just made a post like I usually do, but for some reason, this post on Facebook, it started getting a lot of boomer comments Oh yeah, about how I was like faking the double bass and stuff like that. And so I got in there and I was like, I was talking shit to people. I was having a fucking good time, but I was thinking about like, I need to bring in Mike Caputo as backup the next time that someone is talking smack about death metal drumming. Oh yeah. I'll, I'm just gonna tag. I'm just gonna tag Mike Caputo like a wrestling match, like right, a WWF, Mike, like a tag team. You're, you're tagging off. Like tag him and just have him go <laughs> off on the guy about how stupid he is. Because <laughs> everybody uh, thought that uh, they they've never <laughs> seen like how doubles are done. Like I do doubles, so it, it kind <laughs> of looks like I'm not doing the part. Yeah. And so a, a boomer guy was like, "You can clearly see he's not even playing the 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 double bass there." Yeah. And like everybody was in there like wrecking him, but uh, at, like I was just thinking it'd be funny to just be like at Mike Caputo and just let, just send him send him in there. You know, it would be kind of funny to go through our comments and read some of the dumb comments that people. <laughs> Dude, I'm us. down. Let's do it because right. I had so many <laughs> stupid ones this fucking week. It was oh awesome. my god, you would never even believe the kind of comments that I get on my videos. Oh my god, <laughs> let's go see. It's gonna take a while to pull. That's that how up, you know though. a video has gone. I'm always if I get like a really dumb comment, usually it starts with. May Lord Jesus Christ save your soul. When I see that comment, I'm like, my video has gone viral. Yeah. So I'm, we've made it. Oh, because people think that <laughs> Cheney's like a demon or something. And they also associate metal with like demonic lyrics from the outside, you know, which is ironic because none of my lyrics have ever been about, you know, some people's lyrics are about like, you know, anti-religion or something like yeah. that. And my lyrics have, that's not the kind of person that I am at all. I'm not anti-religious. Um, and my lyrics have never reflected that. They're always usually about, you know, some kind of uh, life, some kind of right. like life moment. And they're, philo uh, you know, they it's ironic because uh, out of all the metal lyrics, yours are the most yeah. not what they would expect. Basically. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. So this is, here's the top stupid comment on this last video right. I posted. It says, Take the double kick away and, and so instead of and it's a n and play it and, and then it says you can't <laughs> oh, what does that you even mean yeah oh uh, duh yeah of course you can't that's the whole fucking point point. and this has 60 replies so it was a yeah, good top dumb a really productive uh, conversation <laughs> uh, okay 
So then a guy jumped in there and said uh, that I was playing. He Okay, then here's another guy, right? So here's another response to that guy who said, play it without the double, double kick, you can't. He said, he's using a dual pedal. The kick switch is on the primary. <laughs> one R and one L gives you four strokes. Not knocking him at all. Dude is obviously phenomenal. <laughs> what is he fucking talking about, dude? Like, for starters, like for all my uh, technical drumming nerds out there, the speed was 220 BPM. That's like not even that fast. And... uh I have videos on my Instagram of me like w with the camera like straight up on the kick. And so I posted that, but the guy didn't respond to it. <laughs> well, uh, so yesterday. So what the fuck? I mean, but he was getting lit up for, so for saying that. So he thought that you were uh, pressing a button. He thought that with? I was using the duelist pedal. Yeah. So like. I've yeah. Anyway, that that is a pedal where you hit it and it does two hits. Oh, okay, that's cool. And you can like switch it on and off. Wait, is that the one you've had that before? No, I don't I have that. I had something else okay. that I was just screwing around with, which was a heel toe pedal. So it has a, a pedal on the heel and a pedal on the ball. Right. I remember that. So I was screwing around with that. that just, thing is that That's the thing that was like this, 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 this. Yeah, yeah. That thing was so hard to use. And it was really hard. I was like, this is harder than just freaking doing doubles on a regular pedal. It seemed insane. Yeah. So, and then another thing is, yeah, you're going to get people like this talking all kinds of shit about you, but I don't even do that. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. That's yeah. And then, I mean, that wasn't it there. It got, it kept, I mean, there was way more and I was responding. I was getting savage on people, dude. And this one guy said, uh, he, he kept deleting. He would say something to me and then I would roast him like really hard and he would delete it. And then he finally did this thing, I guess you can do on Facebook now where you can make it so people can't respond to you. Yeah, so I you're just like that. God flying into the comments like, this that? is my comment. And I was like, dude, yeah. you're not going to let me roast you back? Because I had a really good one lined up. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. I was like, what the fuck, dude? I know. And then so I, like, I don't do this. I don't delete comments like ever, but I'm like, I got to delete it because he's not giving me a way to, <laughs> to defend myself. And I couldn't even at tag him because I was going to just be like, oh, at so-and-so is such a coward. I can't respond to him. <laughs> but he w he made it so you can't at him either. <laughs> so I'm like, dude, this is like unfair. What the fuck, yeah, man? Yeah, it's a one-handed. It's a Yeah, one that's not fight. cool. That fa like Facebook needs to take that away, dude. I think that's that Instagram. Is not I don't chill. think fa Facebook has that. No, dude, it's on Facebook. Trust me. Really? Yeah, because oh, I was trying to figure it out. I was, every other person had the little reply button under their name. And not this guy. Wow. And then I was trying to at, like hit at and find, search his name. Yeah. Wouldn't come up. Wow. I'm like. What a hater. What the hell, dude? I can't find the comment, but uh, he might have deleted it because I was really nice back to him. And he, But it was a man who was telling me that on all of my videos, this specific one was a very high one. It's a part in the sinking sun. You know, the, the like, dun, dun, cha. And he... He accused me of pitch shifting my voice up a bit. And then there is another man who the comment was, hold on. I just so you, they either accuse you of pitch shifting it down if it's or low pitch or pitching it up, it up if I it's hot. I can't win. I can't like, win. I'm dude. always just pitch shifting my yeah. voice. Unless I'm singing, then it's not pitch shifted, which is just like. But, oh, oh my God, I can't remember. Hold on one second. I'm scrolling through this for the other one. To, it was another pitch shifting type comment. Oh, another thing people are, were like really triggered oh. about. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, there's an inch of up pitch shifting mixed with the main voice track. However, nice fry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like <laughs> First of so all, many things are never, wrong about never that. Never on any video that I've ever posted is there another voice track. There, it's always strictly my voice, and it literally always is live. I always, I Naveen, Naveen, you yeah, track everything. It's, always, for me. it's live always live, and nothing is ever done to it at all. Nothing's ever done to it, which I understand coming from a person. They they think that there's it's rarely even multiple takes. Here's my thing. Like, seriously, it pisses me off Here's sometimes. Here's my thing. Like, if, I was I, like, I wish faking, I if I was faking what I'm doing on the internet to get people to watch it, don't you think I would choose something that's far more profitable? 
Yeah, I know. Then, right? then pitching my vocals yeah, right. up to a high vocal. <laughs> Don't you think I would choose something that's like going to make me a, just a squillions of a squillionaire? Right. Uh, you know what I'm going to do? Just dominate <laughs> this I, completely. Why would I fake that I can play metal? Like, yeah, I know, no I know, offense. totally. It's obviously something I do out of love, out of the passion that I have for metal. No, but we're not like uh, delusional, uh, you know? <laughs> we know that playing metal is obscure. Even if True. you're in the biggest metal band, <laughs> it's still a very sm- slim amount of the population that's going to listen to the music. Right, which, dude. Which is the point. Yeah. <laughs> it's, but I always think that's funny when people, um, you know, accuse me of altering my voice or something because if I... If I had chosen to, I just don't know why you would do that. Yeah. No, you know what really annoys me about that guy's comment is it's not like he's not making, uh, it's just, he's taking it for granted. Like he knows for a fact, that's what you did. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, hey, that's what they did. It's still pretty cool though. <laughs> it's like, no dude, no, you're, you're wrong. And that's the end of it. Like people do that all the time though. But, uh, that's I was actually like having a good, so I was having a good ass time with it. Cause like, honestly, I don't really get that much hate on my videos ever. So with this one, I was just having a ball. I was going in there. I was responding to hella people, but you know what? I, I don't just respond to haters. Like I, I do take a lot of time to respond to everybody on there, you know? Yeah, so I'm I not never, like fixating on negativity by any means. I honestly never really, I never respond to haters because it's just kind of funny honestly it is funny for someone to say that i'm pitch shifting my voice because yeah. it's just like you know it's happened <clears throat> enough that, that it's just kind of funny and also i care about people who are interested in what i do like it doesn't not the entire i understand and i've known this since i was a kid like the entire world is not going to be interested in you know crazy metal vocals so I care more when people are just supportive of what I do. And I think that it's more important to focus on that than if people are being negative to you. Yeah. I mean, in no way was it like getting me down. I'm going on there to comment and talk smack to boost the algorithm. You know, Dang, having people smart. argue on your post is like one of the best things that you can have. <laughs> that's true. That's the, that is the world we're because living they'll in. They'll comment yeah. back and forth and back and forth. Yeah, that is. It's interesting because that is kind of the world. It, like if you if there is a video that you see that has a ton of views on it, you're going to there's scroll down to the comments and there's going to be an argument. Yeah. No matter what. hundred percent. So, yeah, you want that going on in there. I mean. That sounds fucked up, but it just is what it is. And don't let it bug you. I'm not sitting there going, oh, oh yeah. my God, this don't. guy thinks that I'm cheating. It's like, I just think it's funny. Yeah. I think it's fun to to uh, go in there and talk smack to boomers. <laughs> because I clicked on his profile and, and his, dr- oh yeah, another, his his like drum kit was like rigs of dad. <laughs> so I was like rigs of dad over here. Yeah, it's like the grunge guy, the guy that came on the the post and talked about how all of the bands in the '90s were heavy because, and they yeah, didn't have it's to great. use triggers. Lo- it's like, well, it. when I'm talking about a heavy band, like our definitions are heavy of heavier, vastly yeah different. We're talking about axiomatic dematerialization, yeah, we're about dematerialization. and they're talking about Nirvana. Exactly. Well, Mike yeah. Caputo has a good comment, and he says it's funny how confidently incorrect people are. And yeah. that, that's what it is right there. It's just, it's a matter of fact that you pitched your vocals. Yeah. It's not up for, it's, it's not a, up for debate. No uh, like debate. That part is already, we, we settled it. And now we're moving on to like, oh, it's pretty good though. <laughs> <laughs> right. How would you know that? You know, it's also. You have the Pro Tools session? You know? Well, also I try to put myself in those people's like uh, area of thought and I, I literally have never left a negative comment about anything on the internet. And I can say that confidently. I've never, I've, I, some things I'll scroll by and I'll be like, eh, I mean, you know, All right, here's but a question I'm for never you. Do, going do to say you comment? Do you leave comments? Only positive comments. That's all I care I know, about. But you do leaving. comment on people's posts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. What about people's posts that you don't know? Uh, sometimes if there, this is, I really like if I'm scrolling by specifically on 
Facebook because that's where I have a lot of friends that I don't know. Like I don't follow anyone on Instagram that I don't know in real life. You don't follow like bands you don't know or pages. Well, well, I'm saying beyond beyond like pages or like art that I'm interested in. Then yeah, I'll comment on stuff like that sometimes. But uh, on Facebook, if I see someone succeeding or doing something that they're proud of, then sometimes I will comment on it or at least I'll throw it like a care react or something because I think that's cool and it's inspiring yeah. to me. You'll throw it the number one uh, metal emoji. Number one metal? What? The number one, like, it's like the necklace metal, like oh, when you yeah, win a compact. You know that gold. one? The number one. I really like this emoji. The prayer hands. Yeah, I like the prayer hands. That's actually my favorite yeah. emoji. All right, that's our next that's topic, emojis. Chaney, what's... <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone in the chat, what's your favorite emoji? Yeah. <laughs> I was talking about this, actually, when we were uh, hanging out over the weekend. I was like, dude, I'm trying to go deep into that emojis list. And we need to start uncovering some uncommon emojis. There are a ton of emojis in there I don't even know about because I never update my phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't have like the blur faced one? No, I don't have that. It's been so long since I've updated my phone. That's crazy. I don't update any of my applications or anything. Wow. I'm not really a huge uh, like tech person. I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I'm way more like tech kind of loses me. You're, you're, you just do the, the amount I'm more that, you, that you have to do the tech. Yeah. Which I know quite a bit with tech. Like I yeah. can, I can track myself and I know I do Photoshop and I edit videos and all of yeah. kinds of stuff like that. But I'm not like, I'll have friends who are super way more into tech or they know like the latest application for like this thing. And I don't know. I'm just not, or they have the newest phone yeah. or newest things. I don't really care about that very much. Yeah, I don't know. I would say that I'm I'm pretty tech, but compared to actual <laughs> tech people, they just think that I'm like a caveman. Yeah, like tech death. Harrison, people. do you think I'm like tech savvy? What do you think about me? Yeah, I actually do think you're tech savvy. See? Harrison See? definitely doesn't. You know, okay, think I'm you tech know savvy why? Right you know why? Saying. I I I figured something Harrison, out. Harrison, do you think I'm tech savvy? Yeah, I, I haven't had so. that conversation with you. Well, I don't know anything when it comes to like uh, stuff we're doing live, like when it comes to like musically tech stuff. I don't, know. I don't have any idea. Well, I think that's a whole different ballpark as well because I don't know a lot of that stuff, and I think you know Naveen knows a lot more about that than me. But I think the main thing that uh, made me think that Naveen was tech savvy is when you were talking about your flip phone and all the extra things you did to it. Just see, you oh, right. see, spend right. some time looking yeah. that up and figuring it out. So I think that I am tech savvy, but I don't act like a tech savvy person so i so i I don't have that like scent yeah like when other tech savvy people are around me i feel like they think that i'm like a a rube like like a like a just i don't like i'm a chopping wood kind of a guy not to divert but another thing about that comment earlier that a man that a person left on my uh video about how i pitch shift my voice they also said that I was using that fancy microphone that distorts vocals, which I was using an SM7B. And a micro that microphone does not distort yeah, yeah. vocals. Yeah, like the distortion's not in the microphone. No. Right, right. It's another confidently incorrect. I like yeah, that. It's like, I like that. People just say all these crazy things Confidently about, incorrect. He's like, I watched all your videos and you're using that fancy microphone that distorts vocals. What microphone what? is that? What? Where is yeah. this microphone? What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> it's like Yeah. So I have a good I have a good time uh getting into it with these guys and making fun <laughs> of them and stuff. But what I won't do is like take a screen grab of like look at this guy and like put it in my story or something like that. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm not I'm not going that far. I'm yeah. just having fun with the, I honestly wish there was more haters on my shit sometimes. <laughs> Naveen, a man of very little haters. I I mean, dude, <laughs> Not enough haters. There's for, not Naveen that does many. Does not haters. have enough haters. Yeah, there's not that many. You know what I liked? There but was I'm going to change that because I'm unhinged now. So there's going to be a lot. There of was haters. a comment of a, <laughs> a person who asked you if you use triggers, and you were like, "Triggers are cheating." Yeah, I hilarious. like that. I like this new sarcastic, uh, snappy version of Naveen. Yeah, I decided that some shit's going to change around here, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Hey. Like I'm done, dude. I'm done with the bull. I'm just going to tell people how I feel all the time. <laughs> Fuck it. 
Hey, y- YOLO. <clears throat> you only live one time. Well, you know what? I, I was actually thinking about this today when mm-hmm. we were at the gym. I was kind of like, I-, I actually really, really do care if people like me. You know what I mean? I'm always concerned whether or not people like me. And I was thinking like, I don't know if that's such a good thing to a good trait. You know, a wise soul once told me if everyone's the homie, then no one's the homie. Yeah. So if I'm friends with everyone, then no one's my friend. Harrison's back there holding down a laugh. (laughs) (laughs) But think about it. Think about it. You know, if everyone, if everyone's like this sick dude, then no one's the sick dude because it just cancels itself out. So sometimes you just have to be honest about, uh, you know, where, Sometimes you just have to be honest about things. Yeah. Not everyone in your life is going to be like the homie. And I wouldn't say that I like walk around being fake or dishonest Mm -hmm. like at all. But I guess I just, I'm hesitant to, like, I don't want anybody to be upset because of something I did. Oh, absolutely. You know, that's like, that's like a major concern for me. Well, it's hard for me to understand when people are okay with that and people are okay with other with upsetting other people yeah or like but but i mean i I think there's a point to where you have to stand your ground you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and that doesn't mean like yeah i guess it's just a balance between uh, like being a little more assertive and i i I think like i don't think that i'm like a non-assertive person i think i am kind of assertive that's why I think it's kind of people who know me might think that's weird to think to, for me to say that I'm like too concerned with people liking me. So anyway, the gloves are coming off, dude. That's it. All right. If you do something wrong, I'm that's you better it's watch over. your back around me. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so, um, do we have any questions today? Or no? Well, we're just kind of talking with the chat. Yeah, I know. We're kind of just up uh, in here. One of them asked you, what do you guys think about uh, power metal? Power metal. Uh, I like, is Epica considered power metal? I think it's more like symphonic metal. Oh, I like stuff. What's power? Oh, power metal. Hammerfall. Not much my thing. Uh, is Unleash the Archers power metal? Yeah, I think they did listen. Okay, I really, really like Britney's voice. She's an amazing singer. I, got I don't a couple. know that power metal is my favorite genre. It's yeah. not something that I'm like, you know, going to turn on. It's a little too like active for me. If you could show me a <laughs> melancholic power metal song, then I think I might be into that because I kind of lean on that side of the musical spectrum anyway. I like my music to be kind of sad sometimes. It's not sad. Power, power metal is not. Yeah, yeah it's not power sad. metal sad ever. No, I don't think so. If power metal is you get you ready for battle, (laughs) (laughs) that's like you're putting on your vest and stuff and you're, you're getting your sword and you're ready to go to the Lord of the Rings fight. I actually saw, uh, this is the most metal thing about me and I've said it on the podcast before. Mm -hmm. Uh, when I was 12, I went to a show and, and it was Hammerfall and death and Hammerfall is like a popular power metal band. Yeah. <clears throat> so I like that. Is a Monomarth power metal? What are they? They're like they're not really power metal. Like they're like a Viking metal. Viking metal. Jesus. Hey, metal. we gotta play some power metal in the post show. Yeah, let's play some a sad power metal song. If someone can come up with one. And then there's uh, this band. It, it's called Synergy. Have you guys ever heard that? It's it's the it's Lexi Leho, his other band. The dude from Children of Bodom. Yeah. But it has power metal vocals. And oh, the really? singer's a girl. Really? Maybe, maybe like we'll that? play that. But we used to jam that a lot. And it was it was it's really sick, actually. Well, what I was saying is I do like Epica. Epica has some tracks that I really <laughs> like. So see, that's the difference. That's like symphonic metal compared to like symphonic deathcore. Yeah. But that it's is like okay, so that's like so different. so different though. They're so different. Like power metal should be in a different show than suffocation. You know what I mean? That like, that's yeah, just ro- right. way Those different. are two yeah. totally, but it would be kind of cool to see that. It together. would be cool. 
Well, like but I said, I went to Death and Hammerfall. You know, that's. I feel like those kind of tours happen a lot when there's a super generalized metal audience. You know, when it's like Gojira and Deftones. Yeah. Like, like when it's two bands who can bring huge fan bases together who might actually have some overlapping. Like we saw Ghost with Amon Amarth. Yeah. That was a great pairing, but they're not bands that Ghost doesn't scream and Amon Amarth screams. That show so, was so sick. It was amazing. That was a fucking good ass time. I think that was one of the days that I realized, even though I know this, I really like production. I really like stage production, but that was one of the shows we've gone to where I was like, I really, I'm such a sucker for good stage production. Well, does anybody have better stage production than Ghost? I don't know. I mean, dude had like multiple uh, probably tool, Probably changes. tool. I've also heard, I mean... In the like rock and metal spectrum, uh, Roger Waters, I guess, had like crazy, but you have to have like a lot of money yeah, to yeah. have a crazy yeah, yeah. stage. I'm talking about in the heavy, uh, scene, yeah, in the heavy <laughs> realm, Amon Amarth, Ghost. People say Tool is really sick live, yeah. So. We didn't, so last week we were shooting the Scott Carsters. Oh, podcast. really? That was the night yeah, that it happened, that was the night that Tool happened, yeah. But then we saw our friends and they were like a mile away from the stage. Yeah. Right. Mish- it would have been fun to go. Actually, you know what? I, we, I don't know. We probably should have went to that. Someone's saying Meshuggah's light show. It's a little different. It's a different kind of production yeah, yeah. than Ghost. Ramstein. That, that's oh, a band. I want to see. Yeah, I want to see them. You've seen them live? I really want to see them live. Something that's cool about them is the whole band plays into it. And Amon Amarth and Ghost also have that as well. And I'm, so I've been looking at uh, watching a lot of music videos lately because we're moving into our next, you know, uh, music video. We're about to start shooting music videos for our next release. And I've just been noticing how much I enjoy like a, a fully done music video and something. So I've watched a lot of Marilyn Manson music videos and in his music videos, like something that I enjoy about them is that he is a part of the of the entire thing. Like he's dressed up and he's, he's interacting with the entire atmosphere of the music video. Whereas in a lot of music videos, you'll see like, here's the band playing. And then it's split between scenes of like something crazy. So it's a band playing split between like a dilapidated, whatever. But Marilyn Manson is really like entwined in the music videos. Mm -hmm. He's a part of the show. It's like a whole uh, one thing. Yeah. It's not two different things. Exactly. And that's something that Rammstein also does. Like they're a yeah. part of the thing. And I really enjoy that when it's not like, here's the band, here's the acting. It, yeah, I, yeah. I like that it's. We're trying to figure out how to do that. Yeah, totally. That's what we were talking about though. Like in the um, 90s, I feel like the music videos were sicker. Oh, yeah. I think there was such a bigger emphasis on them. Yeah. I, yeah. We were That's just exactly talking we were about saying. that yeah. today. I think so too. Like I've been watching a lot of Nine Inch Nails and The Prodigy and Tool, obviously great music videos. And there was such an emphasis on the, the artistic nature of music videos. And now I feel like there are so many music videos that it's just like, all right, we got a video to get done. Let's do this. Or they're on smaller budgets because they're metal videos yeah. or whatever, which is understandable. But I I think even so Mike or not in the chat is saying more budget for those music videos. But I think and I agree there's definitely more budget. Oh, yeah, but I think even when it comes to the newer big budget videos, they have less of the vibe of those videos from then because maybe it's because the technology has gone so far. But maybe I, I just like videos that were like a little more low tech and they had to get a little more creative with it. Oh, yeah. The, if you go back and look like at a Marilyn Manson or Nine Inch Nails video, just the set of the video is so awesome and so yeah. well thought out. It'll be like a dilapidated room, but then there are a bunch of details going on. Yeah. Or the Prodigy videos. It's like the there's a the Prodigy video that's all it's all in an apartment space, right? A dilapidated apartment space, but it's like essentially different things happen in each scene to make the, the music video come to life. Yeah. And just those kind of elements where it becomes super creepy and like, 
Yeah, I think it's like the difference between like the movie Alien and like Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Yeah, it's totally. Like, it's just it's CG versus real this, like, life. Creative, yeah, physical thing happening. Yeah, and yeah, I want to. I don't know. We want to bring it back, but obviously, we don't have Marilyn Manson money. Yeah, we don't have Marilyn Manson mon- money, and we don't have. Yeah, but you keep pitch shifting those vocals, and we might have I, some, that's something what I'm going. Saying, dude. I'm trying fuck, to keep man. pitch shifting. My computer's bringing up the video, favorite video of all time, Millennium Cyanide Christ, and it's uh, Mashiga Air guitaring in an RV. And I will say that when I saw that video, I was like, what a fucking kick-ass video. Absolutely. This oh, yeah. mm-hmm. is a video that literally everybody can relate to who yeah. likes heavy music. Yeah. So, yeah, that was uh, definitely a really good one. Okay, love love uh, that video. Jake Scrappile, how do y'all feel about AI-generated music videos? All right. <clears throat> um, okay, let's talk about it. So we do... <laughs> we did... We do have an AI music video for uh, the drum core remix of Interior Wilderness because we thought that the art style just fit Well, we were thinking the music since video. the song is a remix, right? doing an AI video is kind of like a remix of our video. Right. Because they used portions of, or did they use portions or no? They used, we shot stuff. Yeah, they used, yeah. They we shot stuff and they used uh, the artwork. Yeah. And I know, dude, I understand 100% why people are against AI music videos. Well, we do now because people were triggered off that thing, dude. Yeah. They were pissed. Yeah. People were talking shit about that video. And I thought it was sick. I did too. I really liked it. But I mean, hey, I guess. But uh, I also understand. I understand that people, that artists feel like, why not hire an artist or whatever? But for the record, we did hire someone who, we did hire someone to do that, who who uses, who makes AI videos. And we saw this person made, um, God, what? It's escaping me right now. But they made uh, the Mismore. There was a Mismore video that. Yeah. This person made uh, also Evan's band. Look what I did. Had a video made by this person. So Ms. Moore like did this cool uh, like collab. It was a half video, half AI cool thing. And I'm seeing a lot of cool AI art. Like I'm really into liminal space horror. And there is a lot. There are so many cool Instagram pages that that have like <laughs> liminal space or horror AI art. So I 100% understand why people do not want to use AI art, but I do also think that there is like a a time and a place where it, it fits and there is a creative mind behind the AI art. Like we weren't, we didn't shoot that. We didn't do that video ourselves. Like we still yeah. hired an artist. Right. I mean, I get if so. There's a couple comments saying that the video, AI videos give them a headache. Oh, I understand. And, and so yeah, that I, I understand so that comment. I mean the the they took our jobs kind of comment. I, I don't really get it. Like it's not going to take the place of making a music video, or well, or 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 a normal artist. In my opinion, I think they'll there will always be humans making art. Well. In the but, p- with the people that we uh, worked with who made our AI video, like they were artists and they kind of switched over. Yeah. When AI art became a thing, they switched into using AI art as a part of their their palette because they're like, oh, this is a way to make. Yeah, like different look at things. the video. It's not, it doesn't look like a non AI video. It's, yeah, it's clearly an AI video. So it's. It's like in a, its own category. Yeah. With that being said, I don't want, like we hire, we don't get, you know, we don't have AI art for our album covers or any of that stuff. Some bands do, some bands don't. I understand both sides of the coin. I understand that people feel like it, there are going to be jobs taken away from artists. I think that there's always going to be a place for an artist because AI art is a very specific look. Yeah, exactly. And some people like AI art is not what I personally would choose to put on our album covers or any of that type of stuff. Like I'm never going it, to, it's just not the look that we would go for in something like that. For yeah. this specific remix, it was just kind of like we felt that it aesthetically fit what we were going for. So I think that that's more the thing. Like what, 
what are you going for aesthetically? Yeah. I don't want anyone to be put out of work. I don't want anyone. I don't want an yeah. artist to lose out. And I also don't want Has it art done to that, be bro? stolen. I don't want art to be stolen from people in order to create right. AI art. But has it done that? Has anyone lost out on a job because of AI art? Well, I think that I I doubt it. I think that I doubt that. I think that seriously. one of the biggest contention points though is that AI art is taking art from a bunch of different people and kind of like mixing it generating yeah, it, it in order to create something else. Right. But I I mean, we're not seeing huge bands being like our covers ai are like that's not true there are huge bands are there okay yeah i stand corrected did a music video that was all ai okay okay who did they probably got fucking flamed for it too but i mean i think well was Uh, ai a year ago maybe i just i do think like what you said cheney it has like a look yeah it's so obvious what ai art is doing is imitating artists already yeah. But with the videos, I don't really think so because it just ha- like our video, it's all this trippy ass crazy stuff. And I'm just like, I don't even know how you would do that. Not AI. Like how would that, that yeah. style, right? The style mm-hmm. of uh, this computer having a acid flashback, like that look. Yeah. To me, that's like uh, or, or inherent to AI art. Right. So I it's think- like its own category. Yeah, I see it as, uh, like, I can easily spot that it's AI art as yeah. well. Which is... So, yeah, I wonder, it's like, can it be its own medium? Are we going to allow, are people going to allow that to be its own? Yeah. Because to me, it very much is its own it's genre. Its own thing, yeah. It's its own thing. And it some bands are never going to want AI art to fit into their, the aesthetic of their band at all. Right. But for some bands, in, in certain aspects of them, I think it probably works for them. Well, I think right now we're probably, <laughs> we're in an era like the 80s right now. And in the 80s, right, think of it with like the synth- synthesizers and the electronic drums. Oh, yeah. They were like, mm-hmm. the future is here. And they have like a Simmons drum kit and it's like, right? And like, yeah. And then there's, and everyone's like, everyone at the time was probably saying, Oh, there's like, there's not going to be guitars. There's not going to be drummers anymore. Like drum companies are fucked. They're going to have to make, you know, electronic drums and all this shit. And I just think that there is no replacement for human made music and art. Like it's just the two are, they've always been right They're 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 always in like somewhat of a, not even a battle, but like they just, they coexist, right? Like electronic music. Yeah. It's really big and everything. But that's it's never going to take the place of watching a couple pe- a few people on stage playing music together, right? And it's the same with art. And I think right now it's definitely more prevalent because we don't really know how to use it. But think of the bands from the '80s that were like do 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 with the you know the electronic oh, drums totally. and shit. Yeah, it's like not even a thing now. It's like a hipster thing. You know, it's some fringe thing. Yeah, that which also like is interesting because I feel like a lot of times with uh, uh, like technological changes, things end up going back to like the analog version of themselves. People end up going back even with, uh, even with DJs and producers and everything like modular synths are still very, people use modular synths everywhere. It's not just people on Ableton or whatever uh, programming stuff. They're, everyone uses modular synths in their sound. Or a lot of people still use modular Produ- synths in their sound. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah still, sure. there's still a place for analog Yeah, definitely. Stuff. Definitely. And, and it's special. It, and, I, and I think like as the tools come out that you see this like explosion. Yeah. Everyone's talking about it. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of, it either goes away or it finds its place in the bigger picture. Absolutely, yeah. Speaking of which, what's up with NFTs? Those just fell off the fucking map, NFTs right? are I mean, new from I heard the about it for like right 20 when minutes. when people started buying those, I was like, those are not going to, no one's going to give a shit about NFTs. Why would you want to buy something that's just on the internet? Yeah. I don't want to buy a painting that's on the internet. I want it to be on my wall. If I'm paying hundreds of thousands of dollars, 
It was like, one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah I mean, nobody so knew what they were or how to explain what it was. No, and then no one it was like, it to me. this is the future. And then it was there for about 20 minutes. Right. And then gone. Okay, and I was so, like, that's stupid. Nobody's going to like that. That's, that's, but that's usually my response. I agree to with stuff, you. That's so. what I thought. So there are people in the chat saying I would choose this kind of music video over this kind of music video, which I don't even know if it's like what we're what we're saying is that they can coexist. We don't have to choose one over the other. Yeah. But he did one say might, one might fit one kind of music. Do we want to see Tool with an AI art video? A Tool video would that would be weird for Tool to switch over to AI art. Right? Yeah, yeah, that would be weird. Right? Right, right. Well, I think uh, a, a comment that was put in there was budget. And honestly, oh, yeah. that's a factor that is 100%. really cool. And if you're a band who just doesn't have the means to hire like the sickest artist or whatever, then yeah, I'm, I'm going to use fucking mid journey. Right. Like, well, duh. Going back, this is going back of to course. the band in a warehouse thing. It's like, Sometimes the reason that there are bands in a warehouse music videos are because that band could only afford to rent out that goddamn warehouse for three hours. And that's the only thing that they could do with the music video. Yeah. And that's, you know, uh, and nothing wrong. Like, we don't, are you going to talk shit about that? No, metal that's, bands, they're using what they have. Yeah. Metal bands are not being given half a million dollars. Exactly. Budgets for music videos. They're getting like, you know, it's not in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. They're not getting Guillermo del Tor Toro to make their music video. <laughs> right. It's not like, uh, what's his face? Who do, uh, why is it escaping me? The uh, guy who was like in the 90s making all the videos? Tim, Tim Burton. Mm -hmm. Tim, oh, Tim Burton's Burton. not coming and making your music video when you're in a metal band and you have a small budget. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Of course. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's one of the things that is cool about all the technologies and this conversation exists within music production as well. Yeah. There's all these quote unquote AI type. Uh, we can take this back to, we stuff, can take stuff. this back to, to when people are programming their drums over using a live drummer. Yeah, I know some people. So I think when a band, when it is not acceptable for me, for a band to use a, a drum program is when either they can't afford it or it just doesn't or they they can afford a real drummer or it just doesn't fit the sound so sometimes what fits the sound is uh just program drums yeah. sometimes a band cannot afford more than programming drums because it costs money to pay a drummer it costs money to get studio time and you for drums, you want to go to a pretty sick studio because you know, there are so many drum programs out there that can replicate a really sick studio. Like, right, right. You're going to work with what you have. Yeah. Work. Yeah. And I think, so I think this conversation was, was, uh, similar to when the drum kit from hell came out, you know, like the early tune track days, uh, and I feel like that was way more prominent. So it was it was kind of like okay to use that. Just like we're just going to use this. Fuck it, let's go. And people still do use it, but they use it to augment an acoustic kit. Yeah. And now I I feel like my what I'm seeing more and more is people want the, an acoustic drum kit. That that's cool. Absolutely. That's, that's in vogue. Yeah. And you could make the argument that the samples and program drums sound technically better or whatever, but people want to hear the characteristics of a real drum set. Yeah. And I don't think that's going to go away. I don't either. Because we already, we're already way beyond, you know, the technology is already way beyond what it needs to be in order to have a drum set that sounds really good. But what it can't, I mean, a drum, like a program drum. But what it can't program is the inconsistencies of a real human. Yeah. And I people like that shit. Man. I agree. I just think that there are certain aspects of artists in all throughout music yeah. throughout painting and you know whatever album art that just cannot be replicated by something else like artists can't even replicate each other right if you want a certain kind of art you go to this artist and there's another artist for that and another they exist just within analog art there are, there are discrepancies and, and differences within all kinds of artists. So it's just another kind of art. I agree. 
And I think it would probably it'll, it'll probably just be used more as a tool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I need this layer. Let me just have Mid Journey make the layer real quick. I don't, I don't, I'm not an artist, so I don't really know that much about it, but that's where I see it going. Yeah. The same way that I might say, okay, let's use the room mic, sa- you know, samples off a of tune track right. with what I'm already doing. Right. Just to, uh, it's a cool layer, mm-hmm. you know, mix it all together. That's, that's. I think that's what we've seen in the past and that's what it will what continue. Yeah, to be. I agree. But I do understand, you know, when new things come out, they seem scary. People are against them. It seems like they're going to take over the world, but that's usually not what happens. It hasn't happened yet. We could be wrong. Maybe, maybe it's taken over and we're, we could be wrong. It, we're fucked. There's anything we say we could be wrong about. It's 100% true. But with that being said, I think we can end this week's podcast. Ending it there? Really? All right. You want to keep it going? Oh, whatever. Right. We could we could end it there. We yeah, could let's uh, end it. Okay, so for those of you guys who are only listening or watching on YouTube, uh we we're ending it here, but we we are actually going to go have some more fun with our Twitch community. And over there we can actually play music and uh not get What would happen if we played music on YouTube? Uh, I think a copyright the, yeah, claim. We we'll get a copyright claim, claim yep. or some shit like that. It's so. not our own material. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll be over there hanging out, and um, so we encourage you to join over there or not or not. It doesn't matter. It's free. <laughs> it it's doesn't doesn't cost anything. It's but a free we house do this live you, every Tuesday. We're over there hanging out, having a good time. That's right. And we're gonna go over there. We've got a list of songs to play. We do. We're probably going to watch some AI art videos. We are. And uh, yeah, we will see you guys over there and we will see you next week. Next week. All right. Much love you guys. Have a great week. Keep your heads up. Whatever you're going through, it'll pass. If you're having a good week, then fucking live in the moment, man. Love it. Love y'all. All right. Have Peace. a good one. <laughs> <laughs>